Hey, I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins, and welcome to welcome to Financial Juneteenth TV, and uh, welcome to Life's a Pitch. Life's a Pitch is our Black-owned business pitch competition, where we bring together Black business owners um, so they can pitch their Black-owned businesses to a Black-owned audience. And um, not that anybody owns you, you own yourself. We own ourselves, but we also own this platform. So uh, everybody, let's start the day by putting the word ownership in the chat. When you own and control resources, as Dr. Claude Anderson always talks about, then you have power. You can do what you want to do. So black people must own things. O-W-N. Oprah said it best. Except own doesn't stand for Oprah Winfrey Network. It stands for own your own stuff. So anyway, <laughs> uh, so I'd, like, I'd like to say hello to uh, my lovely, extraordinary, brilliant co-host, Miss Lene Javet. How are you doing today, Lene? I am so good. I'm so happy. So glad that it's Monday and we get to be here and do Life's a Pitch. Yeah, well, you know, I'm super excited, and um, I'm, I'm also excited that the community shows up and and has our back on this and backs up the project. Um, you know, and we have to support our own businesses. You know, Christmas is coming, and I really think it's important for those of you to kind of consciously know what it means to be a conscious consumer. Know know what it means to be conscious about black money. Uh, consciousness means that uh, when you're spending money, you don't just spend it willy nilly. You don't just give it to the first person that asks for it. You say, okay, when I my money is my power. I'm giving my power to you. Who do I give my power to? Uh, give it to somebody in your community that's going to benefit your community. Because one thing I was thinking about today, Lene, was I said, you know, a lot of us, we 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 talk, we often talk about fighting things like racism, white supremacy, or whatever it is that, that people are interested in. And I said, you know, it's kind of hard if you, it's kind of hard to fight white supremacy if you are, if, if your education is controlled by your oppressor, your media is controlled by your oppressor, your, uh, your work for your oppressor, and you go into $200,000 in student loan debt to your oppressor, um, it seems to me like that's a losing battle. I, I don't know. So, so I almost want to get your thoughts on that in terms of how ownership and bu building business and things like that gives us a fair shot at, at our ability to actually win the battles that we, we claim to be in. You know what? I don't even know if it's a fair shot so much as the only way to do it. Um, we have to have ownership, right? We have to be in control of and in charge of our own fate, of our own destiny. One of the best things that I enjoy about being an entrepreneurship is that when I wake up, I control my day. I determine if I have to work hard or if I show up for work that day. I determine if you know, my son has an emergency and I take his emergency uh, and make it, you know, the priority for the day. Like I literally own my stuff. Um, we're getting ready to go on a 30 day um, travel. We're about to travel the country for 30 days. And so I'll be living a laptop, laptop lifestyle for 30 days because I own my stuff. Um, and so it's super important. As, as Black people that we have ownership, ownership of our time, ownership of, of our ability to make our own choices and decisions, um, how we come, where we go. Like, it, it's super, super important. And then when you start thinking about hiring our own, right? You, start, you think of nepotism. You think of all of the things that make the world move forward. Uh, the, the stimulus, for example, I've been watching the stimulus thing, and I'm like, there are literally people sitting in a room, nobody that looks like us making choices and decisions for the whole country. I don't want nobody else to be in control of what happens to me and my household and my child. Like that is crazy that, that we have to, and by we, I mean, whomever, right? I'm not necessarily me, but somebody um, is sitting around waiting for these people to determine your fate, whether or not you get a particular dollar of unemployment, whether or not you get X amount of money for a uh, tax return. Like there are people 
deciding the fate of the country who believe that they have the ownership or the knowledge or the information to make the best choices and decision for us. But you can't make that choice and decision for me and my family. You don't get to dictate how much money I bring in or when I bring it in or, or uh, you know, just the different things that happen in the world. So all that to say, ownership is super, super important. Even if you have a day job, even if you go to a corporate work, if you're in the corporate world and you have a day job, you still need to own something that belongs to you, something that nobody can take away from you, something that you can pass down to your children. We have to own. That's our, the only route to economic empowerment. In our mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I um, I, I think I, I think that you, you said that very well. You know, right now it's crazy with the stimulus because <laughs> because none of these people um, had their paychecks cut when the uh, pandemic hit. You know, all of them still got their money. Uh, they're still making, you know, eight, ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars a month. And uh, and nobody came and cut anything for them. And uh, but yet they're deciding whether they're going to send you what is a six hundred dollar check. Is that how much it is? Everybody give me a yes or no. If that's the amount, I think it's about six hundred dollars. And you waited what seven, eight months for that. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, how can people survive off that? They, they, they can't. And so I really think it's kind of one of these things where we have to step in. And uh, and lead our community in terms of saying, okay, let's figure out new business models that we can propagate through our families that are going to help us survive uh, these storms. In fact, I heard from a woman today uh, who's actually a student in the Black Business School. I did not know she was a student in the Black Business School because she is um, um, she is uh, a sister of a guy, a famous guy, one one of my little so-called famous friends. And uh, and I and I'm a fan of her brother. And I didn't, and he said, "Oh yeah, my sister really wants to talk to you because you know she's she's really been following you for a long time. And her and her husband bought their first house because you know. So I'm I'm kind of like, oh well, great. Yeah, let me let me talk to her. Let me say hi to her. So I talked to her, and here's what she told me. This is a real true story. I'm not making any of this up. We had the conversation 30 minutes ago, and so I wished her happy birthday. And she said that she and her husband. Uh, basically they started investing because they were hanging out in the black business school. And you guys know, we're really big on investing. We're really big on, on asset ownership. We're really big on powernomics. And they, they completely shifted their whole philosophy. She said, I grew up without any sort of uh, understanding or training on economics and money management. And she said, you know, that I started changing my approach because of what you said. She said, so we bought a lot of stock, particularly I remember Royal Caribbean, she mentioned, and and some of the airlines and so that, because I talked big about the airline stocks and the recovery stocks. And she also said that, uh, so she said that they had invested heavily before the pandemic and right when the pandemic hit and they held steady and they made so much money, like the amount of their assets tripled and they were able to take that money, take half of that and put it as a down payment on a house. So she said, now we're, we're homeowners. Now we have assets that protected us all through throughout the pandemic. She said, I don't know if we would have survived the pandemic. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it would have survived, but it would have been very difficult. Uh, she said that, you know, I, I don't She said this. This changed how we stood during this crisis. Right. So uh, what I'm saying to everybody in here and I hope it's taking the spirit that it's intended, because I really just want you to do well and be OK. Uh, don't trust those people. You know, you cannot trust the government. The government, they, they, don't, they don't, in case you haven't figured it out, they don't care nothing about you. They'll, they'll make sure you get your vaccine and make sure you vote and all that. And I'm not telling you to do that or not to do that. I'm just saying that's what they'll make sure you do that. But in terms of making sure that you're vaccinated against poverty, they're not going, they ain't got a vaccine for that. Uh, they, they don't have a vaccine for, uh, for all the despair that we go through when our money ain't right. There's no vaccine for that. There's no vaccine for racism. They're not issuing that one yet. They haven't come up with that one yet. So uh, what I'm saying is that you have to come up with those vaccines on your own. We're happy to help you. And I'm telling you that when you look at what rich people do, I encourage you to be copycats. 
uh, rich people tend to uh, own businesses, they own real estate, and they own stock. Uh, Lene, your thoughts on that? I wholeheartedly agree. Again, we we don't have to look to anybody for our freedom. We literally can emancipate ourselves, um, our families, our economics. Like we have the tools and the resources. I am um, just, oh my God, I'm about to get emotional. I literally, um, I sit on the selection committee for this accelerator here in Phoenix. And we had 59 people apply. We picked 30 people to interview. And for the last two weeks, I've been interviewing black entrepreneurs. It's, it's an accelerator program specifically for black entrepreneurs. And I was so amazed and happy and impressed with the types of businesses. We interviewed a street sweeper, home, um, uh, this chick that does, um, uh, she's starting a business for deaf black children. So she's going to be an advocate for deaf black children. And I mean, there was just the, 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 the first black owned woman owned commercial real estate in Phoenix. Like at this point, this is the first time it's ever happened. And I was just so impressed at the variety of businesses that we have and the different industries that we're in. We don't have, we don't have to be stronghold or kept inside of a box or only have one type of business. I apologize. Y'all hear my dog playing with a little squeaky. Um, we don't have to be, you know what I'm saying? Kept in a box with the types of businesses that we have. And we really, really, really need to go out and find other industries to dominate, whether it be street sweeping or ESL or deaf communities, whatever. There's so much opportunity out there. And we have to get out of what's comfortable for us and go into these other industries and these other um, domains and dominate. Well, I'm going to tell you, I, I think I could probably get a whole lot of money from, from a lot of uh, people, black and non-black, if I make squeaky toys. Because uh, it sounds like your dog's loving that squeaky toy. He's been at the pet, like the, the, the bougie black people. He's been at the pet hotel for the past three days. And so he just came home today. And so he's so happy to be at home. He over there playing with his little pet toys and stuff. I feel like I need to go out and buy him a, a new toy because I've been a bad mom leaving him at the pet hotel for three days. But um, I need it. Yeah. So, yeah, I apologize if y'all hear him. Well, I, I don't I don't know about y'all, but when I you know I, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I, I I'm not I like dogs, but I I like dogs best when they belong to other people. And uh, and and I, I did when I found out that there were people who put their dogs in hotels. That's when I knew okay, there's an industry there. That's a big that's big business. So anybody who sells pet accessories in the chat, say something. If you don't, then you may want to look into that. Right, because you get a good marketing strategy, you get your piece of that market. That's probably I, I would be willing to bet you that's what a 20, 50, 100 billion dollar market. I mean, yes, people yes. love their pets. I spent a lot of money on my little baby. Like I just got him. You know what I'm saying? So my oldest is 20 years old that I birthed. But my little fur baby, he's like four and a half months old and he gets toys and treats and pet smart. They get a lot of my money right now. So somebody come up with pet soul or soulful pets and you do mm. you know, you do some pet stuff from the from the melanin perspective. You will get my dollar. You will get a couple of my dollars. Well, let's see. So what I'm looking here, they said that in 2019, $95 billion was spent on pets in the United States. Um, it's estimated that the pet market will raise uh, in value to $99 billion by next year. It's almost $100 billion. Uh, and, and, and that's an example, I think, of, of just kind of entrepreneurial thinking in the sense that a lot of entrepreneurial thinking comes down to figuring out what people want 
and offering it to them. That's it, you know, figure, or, or what they need. It's better if they need it, you know, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and as long as it's ethical, as long as you're not selling dope or something, you know, uh, you know, and I'm not judging. We're not here to judge any of that. But uh, but as long as you can live with it, then whatever. But but I'll say that you know that that's a that's a key that I noticed that that you don't have to go to business school to know how to ask someone what they want and to give it to them. That's what, you know, waitresses do that, right? You know, uh, you know, a good waitress will say, can I take your order? Okay. How do you want your steak? Right. And you give people what they want exactly the way they want it. They will pay you for that. I I gladly will pay Mm -hmm. if you give me what I want. If you don't give me what I want, then I'm going to be complaining. I'm like, no, you're not going to get my money. You got to, you know, get no, get a nickel out of me is hard, but if you give me what I want, then a lot of times you can get, you know, you can have all my money. Like if I have a problem that needs to be solved. Right. So uh, I think that that's one of the, the, the things in terms of entrepreneurship that can be passed through culturally. Right. Just learn how to serve people. If you look at, um, you know, if you go to China or East Asia, they're, they're just extraordinarily good at saying, well, what do you need? What do you want? So if anybody ever noticed, give me a yes or no in the chat. If you ever noticed, like if you go into like a store maybe run by, you know, Arabs or Asians or something like that, not the stereotype, but it's true. And they'll be playing like hip hop music. And you know that they, they don't be listening to that stuff. Right. But they're like, our customers want it. So we're going to play it. Right. We, you know, we, we love you long time, whatever, <laughs> whatever, the whatever you want, music wise, service wise, uh, we're, we're offering that. And that's basic customer service. And, and, and that's, that's heavier than you might think, because when you study Jeff Bezos, who's worth almost $300 billion now, the first thing, his first core value as an entrepreneur is being being obsessed with customer service. He said we were obsessed with the customer, finding out what they want and delivering it, over delivering. And now people are happy to give Amazon their money. Give me a yes or no in the chat if you bought something from Amazon in the last six months to a year. Probably, but you probably bought something this week. A lot of y'all did, right? Lene, have you, do you buy from Amazon? Uh, look, see, 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 Jeff Bezos is in your house. He's in your house. It's like Jeff Bezos, he, this guy's so rich that his wife, in the divorce, his wife had enough money that she literally has single-handedly made the biggest HBCU donations in history. Like, she dwarfed, you know, almost everybody, except the Bill Cosby and Camille. His wife, Camille, gave $20 million to Spellman back in the 80s. Bezos' wife, if you go down that list, I mean, she was given, like, $50 million to Prairie View, $30, 40000000 million to Howard, another $15 million to Shaw, you know, or whatever. I can remember all the names of the schools, but literally it's like maybe 10 HBCUs. Well, this lady was just slinging money mm-hmm. because they got so much of it. Why? Well, largely because she and her husband, I give her partial a lot of credit for, for starting Amazon, right? And so she deserved that money in that divorce. She was right there with him when Amazon was nothing. When Amazon was smaller than the businesses many of you are running right now, she was with him right there. And uh, and their number one core value was let's figure out what people want and let's offer it to them. That's all they did. And then at that point, they just scaled with technology and everything else. Um, what what are your thoughts on that before we we actually jump into uh, some of the pitches? Um, I'm gonna, I just got to address one comment. I see you guys talking about Chewy over there. Yes, Chewy stock is up, and the reason why that is is because um, a lot of people are home right now. Man, let me let me just say a lot of. We don't you don't even think about how this pandemic has hurt some industries, but helped some others. Zoom stock up Um, dogs. There's a shortage of dogs right now. There is a shortage of dogs right now because of pets. Let me say it. There is a shortage of pets right now because everybody is at home during the pandemic with their kids and they need their kids need something to do. So most of the rescues have been empty because people are at home. They have the time to put into pets. 
So what does that mean? That means PetSmart stock is up. That means Chewy stock is up. That means I'm like, like legit, like we don't even, you don't even think about some industries got hurt. Some industries are bumping, like banging. So yes, Chewy stock is up because people are buying pets. Every time I go in, like I'm, 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 I'm crazy. My, my dog has like three different collars, matching leashes. And most of that is because every time I went into PetSmart, they didn't have the right color and the right length. And so I'm consistently buying stuff for him, but every, it's, everything is out. Like there's a shortage in, in pet supplies during the pandemic. Imagine that. Wow. Well, you know, during the pan- the pandemic was funny. Like people think that the pandemic killed the economy. It didn't kill the economy. It distorted the shape of the economy. It just moved the money from over here to over there. The money was still there. There's still trillions of dollars floating around. And uh, and that's what you saw. And this is the problem. that That's why wealth inequality actually increased during the pandemic. The people that understood business did really well. The people that uh, do new technology did really well. Uh, the people who did things online did really well. Uh, the people in pharmaceutical industries and med- healthcare did really well. And, and and one of the things that that I would say that we were able to help people with in the Black Business School during the pandemic is uh, we were pretty much, um, you know, it, it was, I mean, probably more accurate than usual even. We're, we're very accurate, but we were even more like super accurate in terms of uh, all this was in the tea leaves in terms of which companies were going to do well from the very beginning of the pandemic. Uh, there were experts that could break down and explain, okay, put your money over here. Don't put it over there. Right. So uh, companies like Zoom and um, what's some others, Amazon and, uh, uh, you know, uh, Tesla and Microsoft, these companies that just exploded. That was predictable. That was like shooting fish in the barrel. That was easy money. You can go back and look at videos I was doing six, seven months ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, buy this and this and this and this. And, and, and to, to, you know, and, and so the thing is, the point I want everybody to understand is that the, the financial solutions are out there. So I encourage you to go seek those solutions. And uh, in the Black Business School is kind of what we do, right? So so that's why we're glad you guys are here. And give me a yes or no in the chat if you've seen this yourself. Like I, I'd like for some people to testify because we have some people that come through. They're like, hmm, we don't know if they, if they know what they're talking about. Who are these people? They're just yapping on the Internet. No, I have, I have a Ph.D. in this stuff. And uh, which is like an economic superpower. Like I kind of can see where the money's going, where it's flowing, who's getting it and why and all this other stuff. And once you kind of get an insight into those things, uh, the, the, the economic equation is not complex like it used to be. Right. So um, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and get us started here. Hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. And I'm going to put Lene Javette's social media on here. You got to follow her on social media. She's super smart. Uh, she's super dope. We've been working together for years. I sat, you know, I saw something, Lene, that you and I had worked on like in 2015, but we were working on stuff even before 2015, weren't we? Yeah, we did the um, the first crowdfunding thing, I think in like 2014, maybe. Wow. Yeah, late 2013, early 2014. We did, no, it, ha- it was 2014. So we did the crowdfunding thing in 2014. So we've been working together since about 2014. And I remember the first time we, we had a conversation, I was so inspired by your story about how you raised the $10,000 in the goal fund, in the the crowdfunding thing. And, uh, and you were talking about the ups and the downs and how chaotic that was and how much praying you had to do praying and sweating and sleeping <laughs> nights. And then you pulled it off and, and you escaped the corporate plantation. And, and I I've had a lot of respect for you ever since. So I'm telling you, Lene is the type of person you want to follow because she gets things done. She's very, very sharp. 
and I have a tremendous amount of respect for her. So I want to just tell everybody that in case y'all don't know, in case y'all don't know. All right. So do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. I want to remind you guys that we do this every Monday night at eight o'clock on financialjuneteamtv.com. Uh, also, if you want to still get a Black Wealth calendar uh, for 2021, we have a few more left. Uh, I don't know how many, a few dozen, I guess. Uh, and then we'll be out. But so if you want to get 2021 started off right with a calendar with Black economic principles in it, go to blackwealthcalendar.com. So let's, uh, so Lene, Miss Lene, are you ready? for the, the first pitch, ma'am? I am. I'm excited to see what we got going on tonight. Let me get my pen together and my little paper. I'm ready. Okay. Well, I'm going I'm to try to pull up the pitch and not uh, mess it up. Let me uh, let me see if I can get this video up here. All and- right. While you do that, I see a couple of you guys asking, how do you get on Life's a Pitch? So while Dr. Boyce yes, that, I will let you know. Um, if you go to www.allblackeconomics.com, uh, if you go to that website, to that URL, to that domain, you can join the email list. Okay. You want to get on the email list so that you get notified when we are looking for pitches. I will tell you, we are looking for pitches right now. <laughs> so please go get on the email list so that you can get notified uh, via email what to do, where to go, how to get signed up. Okay. So what happens is when you go to www. Um, allblackeconomics.com, you will get a, co- a copy of Dr. Boyce's ebook for free. When you see that, um, join that email list. That's how you know you're in the right place. Okay. And then sometime this week, you will get an email that says, Hey, would you like to be on Life's a Pitch? Please go to the submission link and get signed up. Now, what I will tell you is that the only way that you can be on Life's a Pitch is if you submit a video. This is a video pitch. So you have to do a video in order to be on Life's Pitch, okay? Now, I will also tell you this. We prefer a pitch, meaning just straight up talking. Hey, my name is Lene Javette. I am a business development strategist. I help black entrepreneurs and small business owners to develop profitable businesses. I do, you know what I'm saying? Like, talk about spit your game about your business. You don't have to do transitions. We don't really want it to be an infomercial. It doesn't have to be high tech. Just come on and talk about your business, pitch your business so that we can share it. We want other black owners, other black consumers, other black people to know about your business, to hear about your business so that we can do a wealth mob on your business. Um, A wealth mob, a little bit different than a cash mob is where we help you to gain wealth, whether that's a wealth of knowledge through critiquing the business, whether that's a wealth through referrals because we found your business and we can tell somebody else about it, or that wealth might come through finances because we actually need your business and can support it. So if you would like to be on Life's a Pitch, please go to www.allblackeconomics.com, join the email list. And like I said, we are looking for new pitches. So get on there. Uh, let's see. Um, yes. And so the 2021 Black Wealth calendar is super dope. It is uh, the Black Wealth agenda. So for those of you who have ordered the calendar, they are shipping. (laughs) And for those of you that might be interested, it's super dope. It's a legit agenda. Each month has a wealth principle. And then it has um, what you can what, what your goals should be for that week for that month what you can do for that month. And then I think that has something else, like whatever your activities are, but it's literally created to help you um, manifest a black wealth agenda each month for your household in various topics. It's super fresh. It's super dope. I designed it. So I, I love it. And I, I love most of the stuff that I do. So anyways, um, 
Yes, Candy Chambers, www.allblackeconomics.com. That is the website to join the Life's a Pitch um, and get your business on the show. Uh, www.blackwealthcalendar.com is where you can go to get the 2021 um, Black Agenda Calendar. All right. Uh, I bet I bet you got worried about me when I did. I, I never worried about you. Did you get scared? <laughs> <laughs> no, right. if the cameras went out, I would have got nervous. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I'm I'm back. I um I, I actually I my computer froze and I said, you know what? Lene is such a professional that I bet I could just disappear and reboot and she's gonna keep on going because she knows how to handle a business. So uh, find, if you, if you, just a little business tip for everybody. When you work with partners and work with people, find people that know how to handle their business. Find professionals that are reliable and competent and intelligent and can solve problems. So uh, I don't know if Lene knows this or not, but one of the greatest things about working with her is that she's um, a problem solver. And uh, and that that's huge in business. And I say that with a, such a straight face uh, because it's, it's true. All right. So let me uh, go ahead and share the first uh, video with you guys. I'm going to see if I can do this right. Um, you, you all know with technology, I'm not always perfect, but I'm going to try to do this right. Uh, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. And I'm going to pull this sister in here and, uh, uh, let me know if you can hear her. Okay. When I start playing the video, uh, give me a yes in the chat. When I start playing if, and to make sure we can. One second, Dr. Boyce. Eric Wander, sure. that link isn't right. It leads to this page. Yes, Eric. So again, when you go to www allblackeconomics.com it will forward you to the thoughtful living page that is the right page on that page you should see dr boyce you should see that you're going to get a free ebook join the email list okay so it is not a life's a pitch page it is a a, a site where you can join the email to be notified when we open for life's a pitch so you are at the right place that is the right place yeah uh, sorry all right. Yeah, we, we only invite people on Life's a Pitch that are already in our tribe, that are already on a list or something like that. Um, and that's that's a, actually one of our core economic principles that you take care of your, your people first. You take care of your family first. So just so you know, um, for those in the black business school, uh, things like that, I, we're going to when we have opportunities, we go to you guys first uh, before we go to a stranger because you have our back. So we're going to have yours. Uh, so that's that's a core economic principle that a lot of cultures practice. That's what uh, the Chinese practice is a poweronomics idea. And that's what we do. That's why uh, we ask you, you know, get on the list and then we'll, we'll let you know because we let people on the list know first. We don't just invite strangers uh, to to come into the into the space. All right. So here we go. We're going to uh, I'm going to play this. Give me a yes in the chat if you can hear it. OK. And Lene, if you can't hear it, just say something. Uh, let me know if I if, if it's not playing or something. Here we go. Hello there, everybody. I'm Amber Hawkins, president, CEO and owner of your computer needs of Toledo LLC in Toledo, Ohio where the model is computer training and more that comes to you. I provide customized on-site, online, and e-mobile computer training and consulting. I also sell computers and accessories online. If you know of those who are in need of services, especially in guidance with learning such programs as Word, PowerPoint, or Excel, please refer them to me. I'm quite unique in the fact that I still provide on-site computer training and consulting following COVID-19 rules, of course, and I also customize each training consulting to fit the need of the individual, business, and other entities. Again, Amber Hawkins, your computer needs a Toledo LLC, computer training more that comes to you. This is the website at yourcomputerneeds.net, and I thank you very much. All right. 
Uh, Lene, uh, what say you? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get all my thoughts out on paper. Okay, so um, I'm going to start out by saying I loved her energy. Um, I loved her energy. I loved her uh, look and feel. She had the little headset on. You know what I'm saying? Um, so overall, I thought it was good. Okay, so overall, I thought it was good. I'm going to give some 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 um, some feedback on how it could have been better. Okay. Um, so because this is a virtual pitch, and this might be just one of my, my little anal things, you don't have to invest in, but just try to make sure that your 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 look is clean, right? Your camera is clean. Maybe, I don't know if you did it from your phone, maybe you have an old computer, but just you want to have a, you know, a nice, clean, clear look um, when you're doing something with video, okay? Again, this is, everything was decent. That's just a, a, a tip a clear video. Okay. Um, when you're doing your pitch, I think your name was Amber. I'm pretty Amber Hawkins. Maybe the first time you said it, I didn't catch it because you were talking really fast. Um, I don't even know what the name of your business is because you were talking really fast. I do know what you do. You help people with, um, I think it's Microsoft word, uh, word, Excel and things of that nature. So I know what you do, but I didn't catch your name. I didn't catch the name of the business. And I don't know what your website is. Um, and so those are things that if you're pitching, you sh you want to make sure that you leave that. Be especially when you think about doing it in a life's a pitch. Somebody is trying to uh, build their resume. Somebody needs to get some word classes. Somebody needs to do some Excel. This would have been a great place and platform for somebody to learn more about what you do. That takes me to my next point, which is you said you still do on-site training. Do you only, does your, is your business only where you are? Is it virtual? Is it digital? If I live in Arizona, can you still help me? Can you still train me? Like there is just more that could have been there, uh, more information that could have been provided so that people who don't live in your city or town um, would know if you could help them in what they do. So it wasn't horrible, but it definitely could have been a lot better and a lot stronger. Yeah, I well, you know, I, I like the model. I mean, I think it's a great model in the sense that I, I notice a lot of um, early stage black owned businesses uh, lean on one of our greatest sources of capital, which is what we call human capital. Human capital is the stuff that's in your head. Uh, maybe it's your your labor, you know, things that you can access easily. And, um, and you'll notice a lot of businesses, there are a lot of coaches, a lot of consultants, a lot of trainers, a lot of teachers um, online. I think that's good. I think that's a great place to start. And eventually you transition into other things like physical products or digital products or whatever the case may be. Uh, but but right now you work with what you got. Um, I think that's smart of her to do that. Um, I, I liked, uh, I felt like she was professional. She looks, tr she looks trustworthy. Like I feel like I could trust her to do a good job. Uh, maybe some suggestions for improvement, or perhaps you could offer something. Uh, they call it a lead magnet. Like maybe something like, you know, call me for a free consultation or here's a free or here's a $10, you know, trial or something, just something that will let people kind of incentivize them to kind of make a move uh, because, you know, you, you want people to know about your business, but then you may want them to act. And depending on what you want from that person, you know, it could be an investor. Maybe you want them to invest. So that's one pitch or it could be a customer. Maybe you want them to buy, right? That's another type of pitch. So I think maybe something like that to get people started. And then also, um, I, I guess I'd like to know, you know, what makes this unique? You know, if, if you're teaching me, um, you know, how, how to work on my computer, uh, what, what makes it snazzy? What makes it special? Like you can say something like, um, you know, I'm going to give you custom, uh, custom uh, personalized training 
uh, you're going to feel special. You know, a lot of um, a lot of people buy things because of how you make them feel. You know, if you make them feel special and valued and or maybe that's not your your thing, maybe it's something else you give people. But but I think sort of figuring out um, something that's going to separate you from the pack. Adjectives are are your friend, you know. So rather than it being like we've got a blue coat, it is we have a a luxury blue coat exclusively designed in the jungles of India or something, right? I mean, you don't want to lie, but you want something like if there's something unique about that blue coat, then you tell them that it's more than a blue coat. It's not just a blue coat. It's 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 this kind of blue coat, right? And then that separates you from the pack. But I thought it was good. I mean, I thought she she did a good like you know like if I was watching that and I needed that type of service, I'd be like, yeah. I do that. And then maybe for her, she might want to expand and, and actually offer, you know, some sort of group support or figure out the needs of the customers. Because it seemed like she was focusing on people that just want to learn, like individuals that want to specifically learn how to do certain things. Uh, but can you teach a class, can, you know, a group of people, um, you know, things like that. Right. So that's where you figure out different ways to serve uh, your customer base um, that will allow your business to kind of grow and expand. Um, any other thoughts on that? You know, um, just to, to elaborate on what you said, also specifically to that last point, why? Like, why do I need those computer skills, mm. right? So mm. how does that benefit? Is it going to get me a better job? Mm. Is it going to increase my money? Why do I need to have these computer skills? Because sometimes people yeah. don't even know that they need those skills or how they can benefit from them. So mm. you know, highlighting that might have been a bonus as well. Yeah, that's a big one. I mean... A lot of times the why is more important than the how or the what, you know, and people people don't know. that. I mean, literally, um, you know, if you're trying to drive action with the customer, which which is what every business owner is trying to do, you, you got to make sure they, that they know why they're doing it. You know, um, if you don't give a why, then you're kind of cutting down your persuasive ability probably by 30, 40 percent. So, uh, you know, give them the why and, and help them, you know, because sometimes. I might know, like, I'll give you an example. You know, when I was, um, when I first started talking, you know, all this financial stuff back in the day, uh, it wasn't popular like it is now. I had to kind of find a way to make it popular. I had to make it interesting, you know? And, um, and so one of the hardest struggles was I had to really help people understand why financial literacy is important, why you should invest, why you should have wealth. And it seems silly, right? It's like explaining why you need food, (laughs) right? But, but people eat every day, but they may not be consciously eating. They They may not be thinking about, what they're eating or why they're eating. They're just eating, right? Because that's what you're wired to do. But uh, it's like, no, let's stop for a minute. Let's think about how money influences your life. Let's think about why you feel constrained because of money. Let's think about why money can be a pathway to liberate you, right? And uh, and then at that point, if you help, if I help you see the why, then at that point, you're going you're gonna to want the what from me. I don't have to really sell you anything. I've already helped you kind of see something a little bit differently. And then you're going to say, okay, I now get it. You know, uh, my internal mechanism has told me this is going to happen. And now I'm going to now I'm coming to you because I want to go further. Right. So so I agree with you 100 percent. You got to let people know why. So, uh, OK, well, uh, uh, what do you all think? Could, could you all give the sister a digital round of applause? By the way, her name is Amber Hawkins and her company is called Your Computer Needs. And um, by the way, the descriptions of all these companies are in the in the uh, description box. And I, I hope that you will go to Miss Hawkins website. And do a little cash mob, not not a cash mob. Sorry, a wealth mob. A wealth mob is it could be cash, but it really you know it has to be at least some support, some sort of marketing. Maybe take the link for her site, share it on your social media. It doesn't cost you anything to do that. 
Uh, maybe you want to partner with her. Maybe you want to help her out. Maybe you've got a companion business, right? We're, we're, we're trying to create this activity or convince you to uh, go connect with other black entrepreneurs. That's how you can survive. So the next, um, the next uh, pitch, uh, Miss Lene, am I, am I am I clear to give the next pitch? Yes, sir. Please. Okay. please. All right. The next pitch that we have tonight is going to come from. Um, a record company called Money Up Records. I was going to say Fatadat Records. I don't know why, but I just like saying the word Fatadat. I know I, my friend. I think I had a friend or somebody who had a company called Fatadat Records. So, but it's not Fatadat Records. It's Money Up Records. Uh, his name is Antoine Clower, and he says Money Up Records is a record label that focuses on entertainment, manufacturing, media, and the arts. Wow! Can't wait to see this one. All right, so let me go ahead and uh, pull up this um, this brother's. Uh, here we go. Money Up Records. Oh, here. Okay. I'm sharing my screen now. Hit the thumbs up button. If everybody can hit the thumbs up button, I would really appreciate that very much. Hit the thumbs up button, share and subscribe, 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 hit the notification bell, please, because we're trying to build black media. And, uh, and I hope that you will help us do that. All right. So here we go. It's your homie Antoine Contact Flower, CEO of the record label Money Up Records. I'm here today presenting one thing to you that's our internet station, Money Up Records Radio. We have a lot of things for basically everybody when it comes to the culture of hip-hop. One of the key things I want to talk about is the the off-the-top section. Off-the-top section is dedicated to artists, whether it's singers, rappers, you can submit your music, and if it's on point, we will promote you. We have a fan base where we reach 4,000 people worldwide a month. I know that don't sound like a lot, but trust me, I mean, it can get the job done. On the side of that, we also have another section called um, For Your Ears Only. The For Your Ears Only part of the site is uh, dedicated to all the artists that are that have completed work and the artists that have completed work you know we we promote them we put them out there we have ways that you can get in touch with them and you can hear some some phenomenal you know music i mean it's a lot of good uplifting music there and then the last section is the advertisement section the advertisement section is dedicated to advertising so if you ever want to reach a fan base when it comes to the hip-hop culture uh give us a shot you know our, our reach goes very far like i said once again make sure you google that money up records radio and money up is the thought process it starts with the thought so remember that money up records radio thanks again for your time this is your homie contact and i'm signing out i appreciate the opportunity all right all right, Miss Lene, Money Up Records. Money Up Records. Yeah, I just, that, now I, I like saying that better than fat of that. Money up, money up, y'all. Everybody type money up in the chat because I want y'all to have your money up for Christmas, especially. So, Money Up Records. Uh, uh, what say you, Lene? So, first of all, I agree with the with the comments. Uh, I loved his energy. I thought he did a great job from the energy perspective. I love the background. Um, he had the money up. Uh, painting, painting. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's graffiti when it's your own, but he had the canvas painted in the background. Energy was good. The pitch was good. Lighting could have been better. I, I, I don't know if you were in the garage or where you were at, but the lighting could have been better. Um, you know what I do like? I do like that he had us on the computer screen in the background. I was like, is that me? That's me back there. So he was watching uh, Life's a Pitch. I saw us in the background. So shout out to Life's a Pitch and and shout out to him for uh, actually watching the show and taking notes. So energy was good. Lighting could have been better. The background was good. Um, The other thing is 
on the one hand, I want to say he could have been dressed better. On the second hand, is hip hop. So you, I guess a t-shirt and a hat is technically what you should do. So I'm not going to comment on that. Um, I'm going to let that one slide this one time. I love how he talked about fan base. He talked about reach. He talked about what you can expect on the site. So he, he drew you in with what they do. Um, let me say that again. He drew you in with what you can expect. I'm not, I'm still not 100% sure what they do. Not are, you, are you looking at this picture on the screen? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I need, Enlarged that I need nobody to ever use a image with. <laughs> That, that doesn't belong to you. I hate when I see that. Like that is the worst thing you could do is to use an image that has a watermark on it. Like that is the worst thing you could do. I'm Please just know. yeah, but I'm also just laughing because of the image itself, though. It says, so, it's it's, it's, it's shit, shit, shit and flies. No, I'm the I'm the you know. I, I, I'm trying not. To, I'm trying to practice from cussing. I'm in my detox mode. So yeah, I'm the shit. Um, that's what that's what the image is saying. Y'all y'all get it? Tell me tell me if y'all get it. I I I think it's funny. It's gross, but it's funny because those are the flies, right? You see the flies here, and this is the the the, the dookie, and this is the hat. So it's like I am I'm the dookie, and I got the flies floating around, and I got and around me I, the flies are media, public image, no love, no unity. So and no one cares. <laughs> I didn't say it, y'all. It was on the screen. It said no one cares. So then the last thing is Money Up Record Radio. His call to action was to Google him, not to check out his website. I don't even think he left a website. So there was no website. I don't know if there's Oh, there, yeah, there is a website because you just went to it. So get, drive people to your website. Don't have people Google you. Have people go to your website. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave you some stuff. What do you think? You know what? I liked Antoine. I liked his energy a lot. I, he, he, he won me over in the first 30 seconds. I just, I, I saw a guy that was optimistic. I'd want to be his friend. You know, it's like, okay, he's, he, he's hip hop. He's all, he's definitely hip hop. Hip hop's a culture. You got to, people know it. People know if you're hip hop or if you're not hip hop, he's hip hop. And I think it's great. I, I love it. Uh, but I'm biased, you know. I'm 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 black and I'm I'm a hip hop fan too, so I respect that. Um, uh, some tips I would give. Uh, I did see with that lighting issue. I, I think I think having just light shining on your face, and it's not expensive to do that, right? Like I have a lamp over here that's like twelve dollars, and another lamp over here that cost me eighteen dollars, and that's my lighting studio. It ain't fancy. It ain't no you know Hollywood production. It's just making sure people can see me and they can hear me. And I have a microphone that cost me $45 on Amazon, right? That's it, you know, in, in my laptop. So, so, so lighting, you know, the, the simple idea of lighting, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm an expert. I'm not. It's just make sure people can see you make, like have multiple lights hitting you from multiple angles and don't have light shining behind your head because then you become a halo, right? Uh, so, so that, that's what that's, yeah. So you don't want the light behind your head. So if you got the window open behind you, shut the window and have all the light shining on you because you shining, you're the sun or you deserve all the shine and just make sure it's shining on you coming from different angles. Okay. Everybody got that. All right. Um, uh, the other thing is, um, I like the name money up records. I was really surprised that he didn't just say, tell us the URL of his website. 
Mm-hmm. Like go to moneyuprecords.com, y'all. Money up records. We got our money up. Like money up is easy because people get it instantly. They know it. I'm like, that's a great name. Like, how many of y'all give me a yes or no? How many of y'all want to get your money up? How many of y'all felt feel a certain way when I say, okay, this is money up? Like, this is the money up hour. Like, there's a lot of things you can do with money up other than just the URL. Mm-hmm. It's like it's 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 an anthem, it's a culture, it's a it's a theme, it's a it's a it's an idea that can distinguish you in terms of your brand. And little things like that can make a big difference. You know, you look at how many uh, hip hop artists built their whole career off of one little tiny thing that, that made them stand out. Like I was watching, um, today I was watching, uh, what was it? I was watching some ratchet hip hop videos today because I like to just keep up with what's going on in the world. And um, and and what, what rapper was I? Look, I was looking at a bunch of them, but uh, there was one of them where it was like, uh, I think I saw I watched some old 50 Cent videos and I and I saw how 50 Cent built his whole career by repeatedly telling people he got shot nine times. Right. Or uh, if you have uh, other rappers that might just say or he had an old 50 Cent. One of his most famous songs was called I Get Money. And the whole course is like, I get money, money. I got I get it. I get money, money. I got like, everybody wants to get money. So money up is like a great anthem that could be used in a lot of different ways. Right. It's a Swiss Army knife of possibilities that inspire people to become connected to your brand. So I would just run with the money up thing and everything I do, get t-shirts to say money up, you know, or uh, I don't know, money up, debt down. You know what I mean? Like, like just something that's going to like let people know what you stand for and who you are. Cause, cause hip hop, hip hop is fun because hip hop is, um, it really is a a way of life. It's, 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 it's a lifestyle. It's a culture. It's exciting. It's got energy. It's cool. It's fun, all that. It's all the things that I'm not. I'm not interesting, cool, or fun, but I think hip hop is, is a lot of fun. And then the other pieces, I would say, um, just practice your pitch, you know, because a little bit during the pitch, he kind of got caught up and he would say, um, say a lot of ums and kind of got frozen a little bit. And that kind of distracted from the energy. And, uh, and the thing is, when you have a good flow, you know, like that, you want to keep it going because people are getting mesmerized by your flow, like a rapper, just like hip hop, right? And you don't stop the flow, right? So you practice what you want to say so that you can keep that flow going so that people will be like, oh, yeah, I got to go to Money Up. The other piece I'll say, somebody asked who I think hip-hop is oversaturated. Yeah, I do. Like, I think we have an oversupply of 40-year-old rappers in our community. Uh, like, we literally cornered the market <laughs> on 40-year-old rappers. Like, we, we got a whole lot of – some of y'all probably got two or three in your own family. And, uh, and I think that's, that's cool, but I think that hip-hop is still a multi-trillion dollar industry, which means that there's a lot of different ways to be connected – without necessarily having to go get up on stage and bust a rap. There's thousands of business models that can be built off of hip-hop. Um, I'm connected into hip-hop. I've been on The Breakfast Club four times. I, I talked to Ice Cube today. He's coming on my show tomorrow. So I you know, saw all these guys, Willie D, Ice Cube, E-40. Like, like, I love these guys. Like, I grew up on this stuff. So this is fun. So I'm a part of hip-hop, but I'm like, maybe I'm like the professor of hip-hop. But I don't pretend like I'm a rapper, right? I'm, I'm still who I am, but hip-hop culture is... Uh, is powerful and persuasive and inspirational. That's why those who don't like black people very much work so hard to use hip hop to distract you and to throw you off your game, right? Because they know hip hop can get people to do things. It can inspire people to change the world. So I love hip hop in that regard. I think this guy represents all of that. The last piece of advice I would give to him is you got to fix that website, man. Like that website, um, it, it was it was all, a little on the janky side, right? Um, and so, no disrespect, everybody starts off with a janky website. So when I say janky, I say it in as much love as you can possibly 
share. Like, like, like this it's like janky love right now. Um, but the website, uh, maybe you can try something real basic and simple. Even a, a Facebook page or a Facebook group could be your website. You redirect your URL to a Facebook group and it, it's all the infrastructure is already set up. Or you can use lead pages, lead pages. You can set up a page in 10 minutes and make it simple. Don't try to put too much information on it. Like where people are scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, just have your good stuff right there at the top. And then boom, even if you, um, and I'll give you, use myself as an example here, because I don't, I don't, I'm not perfect at, 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 you know, a lot of stuff, but if you go to boyswalkins.com, let me, let me show you all boyswalkins.com right quick. Do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. Let me just show you. And I only look at my page every blue moon, but, but here's boyswalkins.com, right? So, so, you know, the thinking behind this page is first, you know, you come in, you see me, right? I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, that, that's just me. Right. And then there's this quote here tells you what I believe. I believe that you don't have to be an economic victim. You're not born to be broken, struggling. You're born to win. Right. And that is me telling you who the heck I am, you know, and then you go down and you see some other things. Right. Uh, and a few little things that kind of instantly let you know what we are, you know, what we do and how we operate and why we, you know, why I think that what we do uh, matters. Uh, here's an offer. You can actually join something. We have something called Ask Dr. Boyce where you can send me questions directly and I'll answer your questions. Here's a, one of the Breakfast Club interviews I did. Um, here is uh, a bunch of stuff. This is called Social Proof, uh, which, which is a bunch of places that I've been in terms of media. I've been in a few different media outlets. Um, this is where you can actually sign up and get on the email list, right? You go further down. Uh, this is me talking to a lot of people. I think I was in uh, London. This is London right here. And uh, and, and kind of just letting you guys know what we what we do and how we operate. And in uh, this page, I'll tell you a secret about this page. Um, it didn't cost us anything to make it. And it, 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 it's not it's not the greatest page in the world, but it gets the job done. Um, also, it's um, it's a lead page. You know, I, I, you can make a page like that in 20 or 30 minutes for very little money. Right. Don't go spend 10, 20, 30 thousand dollars on the website and don't feel like you got to have everything in there and tell your whole life story. What you're kind of trying to do is let people know in the first three or five, three to five minutes that you can add value to their life. And if you can do that, then I think people will hang around to say, OK, well, what else does this guy have to say? Right. So that's that's my two cents. Uh, Lene, you got any more thoughts on Mr. Antoine? Yeah, I want to just um, add to what Dr. Boyce said about three to five minutes. You actually have four to eight seconds. Uh, when somebody lands mm. on your website, so you got four, mm. to, four to eight seconds, and they're saying it's it's even less. It used to be four to eight. They're saying it's three to six now. So you want to make sure that you say what you got to say and get to the meat and potatoes. Because if somebody lands on your site and all they see is shit and flies, they go they might keep going. They might think that you don't have something that they want. Um, so just make sure that you know you, you're giving your website and it looks good. I'll also add. Um, if you're not good technologically, like Dr. Boyce said, a lead page is great or any type of a site where they have the pre-made site. So Wix, uh, Squarespace, um, some WordPress sites will have it where it comes out the box. All you got to do is change your, the graphics and change the verbiage, but everything is laid out for you. So there's no reason for a janky website. Not today. No, not today. Right. And by the way, do me a favor, guys. If you could hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. If you could also <clears throat> hit the notification bell so you'd be notified when we go live. And uh, if you could share this link and uh, share it on your social media, that helps us a lot. We're trying to build black media and it's really hard 
because we're trying to build intelligent black media. Now, we, we were ignorant. We wouldn't need your help because ignorance spreads like coronavirus. Uh, ignorance goes viral very quickly. Uh, but we're not spreading ignorance. We're actually doing something that we think is healthy and beneficial to people. So we need your help. So if you could consciously take a second to make sure you subscribe, notification bell, all that stuff, and also share the link. Um, you know, to your Twitter, to your Facebook or something right now, uh, that would really, um, we would appreciate that immensely. And also Lene, Lene is awesome. So you should follow Lene. She's, I, I am Lene Javette on all platforms. And uh, also a reminder for you guys, uh, the Black Wealth Bootcamp starts on the 7th of January. Um, the whole the whole premise of the Black Wealth Bootcamp is economic independence from the corporate plantation. So that means whether you keep your job and you just want to have the option to quit if you want to, or if you really want to quit your job, that's what the specialty is. <clears throat> and we do this for six weeks, and it's really good, and it's extremely popular. Everybody loves it, and there's a money-back guarantee. So if you're interested, you can go to blackwealthbootcamp.com. We get started January 7th, uh, fresh for the new year. All right. So, uh, uh, so Lene, I'm going to go to the next pitch, if that's okay with you, ma'am. Yes, sir. All right. Now, this sister sells up. It looks like the product is called coffee sticks. That sounds interesting. I've got my coffee right here. I got my coffee cup. And uh, I'm curious to know what a coffee stick is. Let's see what a coffee stick is. Or maybe I'm just breathing too much into it. Let's see what she does. I'm already excited. She looks like she's about to have fun. This is that. Just talk about that image right there. Look Mm -hmm. at, first of all, she's got the coffee sign behind her head. And she got beautiful braids. The braids match the color of the coffee sign. I don't know if that was planned, but it, it works. And then also she's got a shirt on that's marketing her coffee brand. You see that? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Like she's already impressed me and I haven't even heard a word that's come out of her mouth. I'm just, I'm, I'm just smiling because she's smiling. And I'm already a fan and I'm, and I'm already a fan of coffee. So this, I'm going to be an easy sell. So let's see what she's got to say here. Let's go. Isn't it frustrating that when you're on a flight, you get one packet of creamer and sugar, you get a little bit of turbulence and it spills all over your tray table? Or what about if you're going on a camping trip and you can't bring your favorite Let's just have a moment of silent reflection on how how wonderful that was. I, how how I mean that that just is okay. The, the term I want everybody to type in the chat is black excellence because that's that was black excellence. That was black girl magic right there. Because the minute I heard her idea, I said, "Oh my god, such a great idea!" She is go if she's not a millionaire yet, she's gonna be. Oh my god, I, I was so impressed. And even beyond the fact that I was already a coffee drinker, and 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 she and she states the problem. She's like, "Isn't it frustrating that you get on the airplane?" And then and I'm like, "Yeah, it is frustrating when they don't, you know." Like I'm sitting there, like I'm like, "Yeah, I hate that." Right? So like I've got a solution for you. I'm like, "Ooh, what's the solution?" And then she starts talking about the coffee sticks. The I, what she said, the creamer and the sugar and the flavoring all in the stick. Is that what she said? 
She said you get the perfect uh, perfect cup of coffee every time. You can't tell me that the black woman is not the originator of all great things in the universe. Like that to me, like, you know, people don't, I've never seen that idea before. Have you? I have not seen that idea. And that's the other thing you think about it, Like how come nobody ever thought of that before? Why wouldn't somebody put the cream and the sugar and the coffee in the same packet? Like that's genius. <laughs> yes. Almost like a tea bag in a way, right? Mm-hmm. It's even better though. because Tea bags don't have the sugar and the cream in them. A coffee stick. That is such a great idea. And that's literally literally what I wrote. Opened with the problem. Oh, always open with the problem. So mm. black excellence, great job, beautiful. She didn't give us a URL. Make sure you give us a URL, sis. We need to know where to go to get you, to find you, to order from you. Great pitch. You've been through the investment out there, but we don't have a website. We don't know where to go, what to do. We could Google it, but you want to make sure you throw your URL out there because folks love it. So your URL. And then this is just a small thing. Always record horizontally because we got car, we got offy beat, offy stick. So make sure you we, we, we want to see the whole background. So record horizontally. So those are easy. That Girl, those are easy. Horizontally and throw your website out there with a call to action so we can support you and we know where to go. I, you know, yeah, I, I, I was I was so impressed. Now, I think that what what might, be, might have been going on with that particular pitch is that she was pitching for investors. Right. Which is a different pitch from pitching for customers. It didn't seem like she was really looking for customers. I, I mean, I, I think it's such a great idea. Like you can get customers anywhere with that because that's such a good product and, and it's very polished. Like, I mean, if y'all want to know what a great business looks like, like te- show that to your kids, please show that video to your children. Because if your kids come up with something like that, they're going to be millionaires. Like really, if they, even if they execute it in a mediocre fashion, they're going to become millionaires. If they do it well, they're going to become billionaires. Like that, that's a, that right there is a $100 million billion dollar idea. I don't know what, which level, you know, it depends on what direction you go with that. But that's what that looks like, you know, and, and I, I was so proud of her. I was so impressed. Um, I'm speechless. I, I That was my favorite pitch. I'm not even going to pretend like it. Like, I'm not going to pretend like it's a competition. Doesn't mean the other two weren't great. I really like their energy. But uh, I felt like she just kind of knocked it out the park. And it might have been one of the best products I've seen. It's right up there with 2D Cakes. Remember 2D Cakes? Ziggy and 2D Cakes. <laughs> yeah. That was so great. I love that. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you guys think? Um, by the way, uh you all can um uh you you all you all can actually vote on the winner um on Twitter. Uh my Twitter is Dr. Boyce Watkins one, uh Dr. Boyce Watkins one. Uh I'm gonna put that link in the chat. And so if uh Duel and the moderators, I know you said you can't post live links in the chat uh as a moderator, so I'll I'll do that for you. So there it is, and uh and then you all can vote. And, uh, you know, it's really interesting. Now, I see someone who says, um, uh, this is an interesting comment. She says, you, you, you're destroying your viewers by placing a benchmark of millionaire as a potential goal. Why not just being successful with a business making a profit? Well, gosh, I would hate to destroy my viewers. So let me clarify that. Um, here, here's the thing. Um, you know, first of all, when you talk about a business, uh, you're 100% correct that there has to be, I think, uh, this is my bias, uh, a multi- multiple bottom lines, right? Uh, you know, making money is not the only great thing about having a business. It's For us as black people, I think freedom is really important. And so when you talk about 
running a business though on a functional level, there are multiple variables and levers you have to pay attention to. Like uh, profitability matters, but it doesn't always matter as much as cash flow, um, or maybe it doesn't matter as much as growth. Uh, there are a lot of companies that are heavily growing that focus more on cash flow, which might even come in the form of more debt, and they're not even thinking about profitability. Jeff Bezos, for the first eight to ten years of Amazon at least, wasn't even trying to become profitable. So don't ever let anybody make you think that the only goal of a business is to be profitable, uh, because that right there tells you they don't know a lot about business. Making a profit does matter, but that's but there's like a thousand different other variables that that matter almost as much depending on the situation you're in. But when you go into that other piece, I'm going to talk about that millionaire piece. Um, you know, I, I, I've i seen people, I, I've seen, I guess maybe because I run the Black Business School, I've seen a lot of people go from no money to becoming millionaires. I've seen people go from no money to making a million dollars a year. Not, not becoming, You don't need to make a million dollars a year to become a millionaire. Right? You can make $100,000 a year and be a millionaire because your asset value, the value of your company could be over a million dollars, but you don't have, you're not a cash money millionaire. I'm talking about, I've seen people go from $0 in in 2017 to a million dollars a year in 2018 uh just from having a good idea executing that idea getting on the right in the right platform or whatever the case i've seen them ha- it happen on this platform there there you know did you know that the rapper young ma came out of our platform did you know that i think i've heard you say that before yeah i shared her video on my instagram she said this and this is not me making this up i shared her video on my facebook page and she got a record deal and then she became like the queen of New York or the king of New York. I'm not sure which one she sees herself as, but she's one of the best rappers in New York. Right. And there's a lot of other people. There's a ton of other people I can name that became millionaires because they had great ideas. They executed them. Well, they put them in front of the right audience and then um, amazing things happen. So don't put limitations on yourself. Now I'm not trying to tell you that you have to be a millionaire in order to be successful. No, that's not true at all. But I'm saying that if that's what you want, then damn it, don't let anybody tell you that that's not for you. Come on now. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of millionaires in the United States. Did you know? Let me look it up. Let me see. Let me go. I'm going to Google it right now. How many uh, millionaires are in the U.S.? There are 11 million millionaire households. Holy crap. I didn't know there was that many. Did you know there was that many? I would guesstimate that, that there's probably that many. Oof. That's just, that number seems so big. Yeah, but according to Spectrum Group, uh, Spectrum Group's Markets Insights report, they said there are 11 million millionaire households. I don't believe that. I, I just I can't imagine that number being that big. That's let me check again. Well, OK, uh, according to this stat, they actually Investopedia says that there are 18.6 million millionaires in the United States. 18.6 million millionaires. Now, now process this for a minute. There are more. I think there's more millionaires in the United States than there are people who actually caught the coronavirus, right? They, you know, like I know there's certainly more people that became millions than actually died from the virus. So your odds of becoming a millionaire are higher than your odds of catching or dying from Corona, right? So, so if you think that you can actually catch or die from Corona, I'm not saying that you should or should, or that you, you know, I don't care how you feel about it. I'm just, I, I want you to be safe. If you think that you can do that, then why can't you do this? You know, why can't you catch the millionaire virus? That, that virus is floating around too. It's spreading pretty rapid. Are you going to catch that one too? Or you're going to act like that's not for you, but this other bad stuff is for you. Like the bad stuff is yours as black people. You get a li- big, tall pile of the bad stuff, but you don't get none of the good stuff. I don't believe that. I, that 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 upsets me. What do you think, Lene? What are your thoughts? First of all, Marcus Smiley says, I am sitting next to an unhappy person right now. I'm just about to fall out. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't remember. Um, <laughs> he said, but everybody's not unhappy. He's like, I'm sitting next to an unhappy person right now. <laughs> Hopefully that wasn't read out loud. Maybe he was trying to write it quietly. And we just blew his spot up. But anyways, I will say this. And I'm so, so, um, as you already know, Dr. Boyce, I am in a PhD program. I will be Dr. Lene Javet next year, and I am studying performance psychology. Mm. So I am studying how people, what and how people think about performing so that they can achieve their goals, right? Mm. And I am specifically studying Black women entrepreneurs and how we view success. And success is not tied to the money that we make. So I am studying subjective entrepreneur success where we look at our personal life versus our financial satisfaction and how do we view success? Because as entrepreneurs, everything's not tied to money. So some of some success is I, me, Lene Javet, I take the month of December off every year and people freak out when I tell them that you don't work for it in December. No, the whole month, not at all. I will go hard in the paint all year long, but I take the whole month of December off. And it freaks people out. I'm an entrepreneur. I work for myself. I can't put a price tag on that. So regardless of how much money I make, the 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 fact that I own my own schedule, life, and time, and I can take a month off and do what I want to do, hang out, travel, kick it with my nephews, talk to you guys online on Monday nights, whatever I want, I get to determine that. And I get to say whenever, whenever else I want to take time off or vacation. You can't put a price tag on certain parts of entrepreneurship. Now, when you start talking about legacy, what you want to leave behind, uh, credit, uh, the ability to buy real estate, the ability to pay for things with cash, uh, we know that dollars make sense, right? And the more money you have, well, they say more money, more problems. That's true, but it's also more opportunities. And so, each individual person has to make that choice and decision. How much money do I want to make? Am I, uh, I think Damon Dash said the best, are you hustling for yourself or are you hustling for your last name? Like if, a million dollars, you can spend a million dollars in a month. You can spend a million dollars in a year. A million ain't shit. I'm sorry for using that language, but it ain't nothing. You can go through a million. These rappers and these uh, uh, NFL players, they go through millions of dollars and be broke. So if you're only trying to get on with a million, you still aiming too low. Like that's just yeah. your time. So for me and my house, not only do we serve the Lord, but we are looking for billions of dollars around my part because I work to make sure that my household is good. My son's household is good. His kids, kids household is good. And everybody that comes behind me now, do they have to work? Do they have to grind? Do they have to do their parts? They do. But I don't want every generation in my household to start over at ground zero. I am de developing, fundamentally putting things in place so that they aren't starting from negative. They aren't starting from zero. They have something. And so as Black people, no, we don't have to put a dollar amount on success, but you should damn sure put a dollar amount on legacy. Mm, there we go. There we go. I love it. Drop the mic on that one. Um, type the word legacy in the chat. If you heard what Miss Lene just said, um, and uh, we got to call her Miss Lene after she uh, after she threw it out like that, because that was um, that was right on point. And uh, just in case you want to know the specific statistics, there are exactly 18 million people in the United States who have caught uh, Corona and there are 18.8 million millionaires. So there are more millionaires than there are people who've caught coronavirus. 
And a lot of you probably know people who caught COVID. Um, I know several people who've gotten it. Um, I, I know a couple people who know someone who died from it, but I know one directly in my family, thank God. And I'm sorry if that if it's hit your family. But there's the, the other virus I want to hit your family too, and, that, and that's the millionaire virus. Um, there's a lot of money floating out here. The Fed has has made money cheaper than it's ever been. Uh, there are opportunities out here if you know how to look for them. Uh, you have to just think about the economy in a broad-based scope. You cannot just think of it as pursuing jobs. Uh, the reason that you know there are a few hundred of you in here watching now, but there's you know, but there's thousands of people that will be watching uh, you know the Real Housewives or or something else is because we have the wrong economic thinking. Like we're not spending our energy on the right things, and then that and then we, we you know we shouldn't be surprised. When the right things don't happen to us, when when the right things happen to other people, well, what were you preparing for? What were you putting your energy into? You guys are putting your energy into the right things, and that's why your family will be different. So um, I'm going to let you all know you can vote. Uh, you can go to uh, my Twitter, which is Dr. Boyce Watkins one, and you can vote right now in the vote. I'm looking. Coffee Sticks is actually tied with your computer needs as uh, to win. Uh, so if you want to still vote, uh, you can go to my Twitter, Dr. Boyce Watkins one. I'll put the link in here in the chat. Uh, so feel free to go in there and vote and uh, make your vote count. And uh, so, Lene, I'd like to go ahead and show each um, clip one more time before we head on out of here so that we can all get like a final look at everybody and kind of decide how we feel. Uh, so you ready for that? Yes, sir. I am. All right. So everybody, as I pull this up, please hit the thumbs up button, the share button and the subscribe button. Uh, if you haven't done it yet, uh, you're watching Life's a Pitch. This is our black owned business competition, pitch competition that we do every Monday night at eight o'clock. This is my amazing host, Miss Lene Javette. And uh, that black tomorrow.com is on the screen. That is our business school for children. Uh, build legacy, get <clears throat> get your children ready for the future. The first month in the program is just a dollar or it might be free. It's one of the two. I can't remember if it's a dollar or zero dollars, but the first month is pretty cheap and uh, it's an amazing program and it will get your children way ahead of the curve. And you got your kids at home anyway. They're learning from you anyway. You're in control of the educational system in your house. You are the superintendent. You are the school teacher. You are the head of public schools in your house. So I encourage you to make sure that your children get a solid business education because at some point your child is going to have to pay a bill and you want to make sure that they're in a position to do so. So blackmillionairesofmorrow.com, that's our program. Feel free to talk to one of our specialists at the Black Business School that can help you uh, figure out what works best for your family. So here is the first one. Um, this is your computer needs. Uh, let's I, wanna, I just want to read uh, Nathaniel Roberts' comment real quick. He said, sure. I'm not wearing my financial mask trying to catch that millionaire virus. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't doing no so no let me just say this when, when when you get around people that have good ideas and, and are able to make money you do not want to social distance from those people you you want you want to make as much contact as possible and uh and and believe me we want you to catch that that millionaire virus that that's the good one and uh so so if we want to vaccinate you against poverty or vaccinate you against uh negative uh, behavior or backward behavior that's causing wealth to disappear. We want to vaccinate you against irresponsible spending or all the other things that have limited your your potential. And so, at that point, you're free to go out here and do some amazing things. So, so here we go. Uh, let, let's let's play the video now. Um, this is the first one, Miss Amber Hawkins. Here we go. Hello there, everybody. I'm Amber Hawkins, President, CEO, and owner of Your Computer Needs of Tulio LLC in Tulio, Ohio where the model is computer training and more that comes to you. I provide customized on-site, online, and e-mobile computer training and consulting. I also sell computers and accessories online. If you know of those who are in need of services, especially in guidance with learning such programs as Word, PowerPoint, or Excel, 
please refer them to me. I'm quite unique in the fact that I still provide on-site computer training consulting following COVID-19 rules, of course, and I also customize each training consulting to fit the need of the individual, business, and other entities. Again, Amber Hawkins, your computer needs a Toledo LLC, computer training and more that comes to you. This is the website at yourcomputerneeds.net, and I thank you very much. All right. Um, any final thought on Ms. Hawkins? Yeah, you know what? She did um, talk about why she was unique. She did say that it's on-site, um, online. So she, she did actually, but she talked so fast. The, the first time, I could hear all a lot of the stuff, but she did hit on a lot of the things that I initially said that she didn't. So just slow it down, Ms. Amber Hawkins. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, well, I, I, I don't have much else to say. Um, I think I got most of my um, commentary out on her. Uh, on her business. I think it's a great business. I, th I think people need it. I think uh, maybe just fixing the lighting up and and um, and really helping people understand why I think will go a long way for her. So uh, the URL uh, for her business is actually in the description. The URL for every business that we pitch is here. We're asking you all to, if you have it in your heart, to support these black businesses, just go to their site, show them some love. I don't know if you're going to buy a service from them. I'm not telling you to do that, but maybe share the link. Uh, at least share the link. Give me a yes in the chat if you can do that. Just share the links of these black owned businesses because we must build a black economy if we want to build black prosperity. That's extremely important. So uh, let me uh, grab the next um, the next one. And don't forget that that URL where you can go vote is uh, in the chat. So feel free to go vote. We're going to announce the winner once we're done. So here we go. Y'all living out there, this your homie Antoine, contact Flower, CEO of the record label Money Up Records. I'm here today presenting one thing to you that's our internet station, Money Up Records Radio. We have a lot of things for basically everybody when it comes to the culture of hip-hop. Uh, one of the key things I want to talk about is the off-the-top section. Off-the-top section is dedicated to artists, whether it's singers, rappers, you can submit your music, and if it's on point, we will promote you. We have a fan base where we reach 4,000 people worldwide a month. I know that don't sound like a lot, but trust me, I mean, it can get the job done. On the side of that, we also have another section called uh, For Your Ears Only. The For Your Ears Only part of the site is uh, dedicated to all the artists that are they have completed work and the artists that have completed work you know we we promote them we put them out there we have ways that you can get in touch with them and you can hear some some phenomenal you know music i mean it's a lot of good uplifting music there and then the last section is the advertisement section the advertisement section it's dedicated to advertising. So if you ever want to reach a fan base when it comes to the hip-hop culture, uh, give us a shot. You know, our, our reach goes very far. Like I said, once again, make sure you Google that. Money Up Records Radio. And Money Up is the thought process. It starts with the thought. So remember that. Money Up Records Radio. Thanks again for your time. This is your homie contact, and I'm signing out. I appreciate the opportunity. All right? All right. So he's your homie. I like that. He. I feel like he's my homie. I thought yeah. that was great. And I figured out. So it's internet. It's internet radio. So it's an internet radio station. So boom. I was like, well, hmm. I saw Money Up Records. So I, I wasn't sure if he was more than a radio station. I feel like it's more than that. But but you're right though. I mean, he did mention the radio. That was kind of the main thing he was offering. Yeah. Any, any thoughts on that? No, I still have the same thoughts. Um, it, you know, you hear it the second time, you get to hear it just a little bit better, but I'm, I'm still 
feel the same way with him. Still think it was a great job. Um, still thought, you know, the background with us on the background, like he was just watched the video was cool. So really just the lighting. Mm, okay. All right. And uh, before we go and show the, the last clip one more time, uh, what I'm going to do is share the link again so that everybody can vote. Um, after I show the last clip, um, we're going to take our last vote. And so uh, speak now or forever hold your peace. And, um, and so we will now uh, lay out the last clip with coffee sticks. Hit the thumbs up button while I pull up the clip. Uh, so here we go. Frustrated that when you're on a flight, you get Wait. isn't it frustrating that when you're on a flight, you get one packet of creamer and sugar, you get a little bit of turbulence and it spills all over your tray table? Or what about if you're going on a camping trip and you can't bring your favorite creamer with you because it won't fit in your cooler? Well, have I got the solution for you? Hi, I'm Donna Royston, owner and creator of Coffee Sticks. Coffee Sticks is your non-dairy creamer, flavor, and sugar that dissolves in your cup of hot coffee, tea, or hot chocolate and makes the perfect cup every time. My head is so full of ideas that we've outgrown our home space and are now in need of a bigger production facility. That's where your $50,000 investment comes into play. In turn, you'll receive 5% equity in our company. We'll use those funds to get that bigger facility. We'll also be able to get production line equipment, hire two individuals in our community, and acquire the permits and licensing we need to mass produce and get coffee sticks to the world. So let's make everyone's with coffee sticks. All right. Uh, any more thoughts about coffee sticks? No, I did get a better um, hearing of what it is. Um, so it's it's not the coffee, it's the flavor, the cream, and the sugar. So, mm. got, so you can put it in coffee, tea, or hot chocolate. So that's cool. Okay. Yeah, that, that's still a great idea, and I really like it. And um, yeah, I <laughs> I think I'm going to invest try to invest in that company. I think it's pretty good. I, I, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a great idea. And, uh, and I, yeah, I, I, I'm really impressed. And so, uh, that's, that's all I can say. And I thought that her pitch was on point. I, I mean, maybe, I mean, I think that she got some customers out of this uh, conversation, but I think if you're going to, you know, do that pitch, you pitch for your investors, right. Um, but, uh, you should also pitch for your customers. And then also, um, I don't know if I would laid out the exact terms of the investment just like that. And also, in fact, I think you got to be careful with that too, because, uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission has regulations about how you can go about soliciting investors for your project. So soliciting, you know, just out broadly like that to the general public um, may not always be uh, the most efficient way to do it or the most legal way. So I'm not saying that she broke the law for sure. I got to go check on that. But um, but either way, though, um, she definitely uh, she she definitely is going to break the bank. Uh, with her business idea, if she's not doing it already, because it's a great idea and it looks like it's well packaged and well executed. And I think the key point I would walk away with uh, for you guys <clears throat> that are listening is, you know, the quality of the idea is is important, but never overestimate the quality of the idea relative to the quality of your execution of the idea. Um, you know, if I had a choice between having an excellent idea that's not properly executed versus a mediocre idea that's well executed. Um, I'd rather have the mediocre idea that's well executed because a lot of people, they'll, you know, that don't understand business, they'll say, "Oh, I had that idea too," and and so I I could have made the same amount of money as you made. No, you couldn't, you know, because executing ideas takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a lot of expertise. You're, you're solving problems constantly. It takes thousands of hours of effort in one concerted direction to make this thing into a reality. So coming up with the idea is great. 
but what I see is a lot of people become um, almost, I, I call it um, intellectually promiscuous, where we have all these great ideas that kind of pop out of our head. And we, we get excited about all these ideas like, oh, I can start a business that does this and this. Oh, yeah. And then I can do that. And we get excited. Right. And then when it comes time to do the work, well, that's the boring part. Some people don't want to do the work. They want to just come up with the idea. And that's OK. That just means you have to structure your business a certain way. So uh, one of the things that um that I've seen work actually really well is when you have a business with two partners and one person is the visionary and the other person is the 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 execution person, right? The person that takes the the creative vision and says, okay, I'm going to align a team and structure a process that's going to get this done. And that's extremely important. Um, and that's another uh, compliment I would actually give to Lene is because Lene is really, really good at processes, right? And so I'll come to her and I'll say, I got this great idea, but I have no idea how I'm going to do it. Um, and I don't even know if I have the patience or the attention span because my ADHD is kicking in already. And Lene will sit down and we'll map out the procedure. And, and that is an incredibly important skill. So you want to have people that you work with who can complement whatever you do. Don't work with a bunch of people that are just like you. You work with people who are different from you uh, so that you can form an awesome team. Remember, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Find good people in your clique that you can work with that can complement you. And that's how you become successful. Uh, Lene, any, any parting words before I announce who the winner is? No, I think you hit on all of the uh, topics. We're good. Who won? Right. Who won? Who won? All right. The winner, a drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. The winner is Coffee Sticks with 38.1% of the vote. Number two was actually Money Up Radio with 33.3%. And oh, yeah, and your computer needs got third at 28.6%. What they're all close tonight. Yeah, I'm, I was surprised. I thought I thought Coffee Sticks was the one runaway winner. I I, I just loved. I just thought she just nailed it so well. I was like, can nobody compete with that? <laughs> Not I, that the other contestants weren't great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, well, you, you know what? I thought everybody was solid. Like everybody had a good idea, and every all these people kind of fit in that category where I thought. You know, if you're a consultant and you work with clients to help them get their business, like you, you, I know you see a lot, you, you know, you, you've seen a lot of clients and I do too. I do some private consultations or whatever, you know, I could, I could sit down with them and say, okay, do this, do this and do this. And you're going to have something that'll take off. Right. And, and so they, they had the core there, like, cause we've seen some pitches that, that where like, it's like kind of trying to operate on a dead body, you know, like you ain't going to get nowhere with that. But then you have somewhere you're like, okay, if you just change a couple of things, like you could actually make that into a money making thing. And a lot of people have businesses like that. Maybe you could speak to that. Um, but but I'll say that a lot of times you might have this business idea that's kind of dead in the water that hasn't made any money. But sometimes a person who knows how to make money can literally look at it. You pay them a little bit. You pay them some money for their time. They can look at what you have and tweak it a little bit. And next thing you know, that sucker just opens up like a floodgate. I don't know if you've ever seen that happen before. But what what are your thoughts on that? That's what I get paid to do. That's what I get paid to do. <laughs> there you go. So as a business development strategist, that's literally, literally what I do all day. People call me because they have a business. They can't figure out why it's not making money or they have a product that they want to launch or they have a book that they want to write. And they're like, but I don't know what to do. And so that's what we sit down and do. We sit down and develop a strategy to launch it, to bring it to life, to make it make money, to tweak it, to get it in front of your target audience. The thing that I see most often in our community is we have the most innovative ideas and concepts, the best work ethic, but we don't take the time to develop our businesses. Mm -hmm. And 
we have all these holes and we're trying to figure out why isn't it working? How come I'm not making money? How come my target audience isn't finding me? I'm, I'm, I'm creating ads, but nobody's buying. I've been sitting on this book idea for two years, but I don't know what to do. Mm. Develop it, like fully develop mm. it. Don't just make the best uh, uh, cupcakes and start a business, like develop your business. Mm. So I, I see it every day because that's, that's those are my clients. Yeah, well, I agree. I agree. Everything's a work in progress and it takes time. And, uh, you know, put in that time and be patient with yourself. You're not going to get it right the first time. Um, I know personally, I, you know, I, 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 if, if I stacked up my successes and my mistakes or failures, like next to each other, it would look kind of like this, you know, but you, but you're not, say you don't, you, yeah, we'll say it again. As I say that again for the people in the back. Yeah. If, 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 these are my successes. These are my failures. And so, if you, um, you know, the thing is, I don't, you don't brag about your failures, right? You don't announce those, you announce your successes. And so people only see one side, right? So, uh, but just, you know, being honest with everybody, you know, it's a lot of trial and error. And that's what, that's what trial and error is. It's, it's you keep failing until you figure out what works and then you double down on what works. <clears throat> so, um, so keep trying, don't give up. Uh, you're meant to be great. You're, there are great things out there for you. Uh, be consistent. Uh, keep it moving. So I want to say thank you very much to all the uh, all the 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 people that came out to support black businesses. Thank you to those who uh, had the courage to come and pitch their businesses. Um, if you could give them a digital round of applause uh, for doing this. And also remember that the URLs to all these businesses are in the, in the description. And so you can literally click on them and uh, and go take a look at their products directly. Uh, maybe become an investor in their company. Maybe consult with them. It's, uh, it's totally up to you, whatever you want to do. And also Lene's uh, social media is I am Lene Javette. So you can follow her there. And get in touch with her. Also, um, don't forget the Black Wealth Bootcamp starts on January 7th. So that's blackwealthbootcamp.com. And um, and that's it. So uh, have a good night, everybody. And uh, hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe on your way out. And uh, we will see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.